So I got drunk and almost got a tattoo a few weeks ago. Nice. That is a beautiful thing. Yeah. I'm a little surprised you didn't go through with it. <laughs> I know, right? I freaked out because of the needle. <laughs> it made a crazy noise, and I was, like, super fucked up, and I'm just like, no. <laughs> I was going to get the Wu-Tang logo, like, on my chest, which would have been a poor idea, I think. So probably for the best that I didn't <laughs> do it. Potentially bad idea, yes. Wu-Tang logo. Of course, that would like get me. That would probably get me out of a lot of bar fights, though. Like, just rip my shirt off. Just like I'm nothing to fuck with. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, living in Wyoming, that'd probably get me hung. Mm -hmm. Potentially. You like that urban music? Yeah. What are you doing listening to that urban music? I've actually I've got a game that I like to play. It's called Scaring White People. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just find Great the most game. Yeah. Song I love on that my game. IPod. Right? Making, like, I just find the most ridiculous song on my iPod. Yeah. And fucking just turn it up as loud as possible wherever there's a ton of old white people. <laughs> oh, I want to mount a camera on my car to start taking pictures. Scaring white people and impressing their daughters. Yeah. Right? That's basically how it works, too. Yes, sir. Buenos nachos, amigos. Welcome back once again after the long wait. Sorry to keep you waiting to the Fanny Pack Wrestling Podcast. We're back with what I guess we might as well call season and three. better than ever. Woo! Uh, I... No, Petey? No, no. 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 Yeah. Okay. yeah. We're strutting like we're Eric Bischoff, you know, finally giving up on the whole dying your black hair, you know, having your head shaved, you know. Yeah. Uh, I am Petey Rave, and that voice you just heard is none other than, uh, David Jeffrey Majors, aka DJM. How you doing, DJM? Muchas grass stains, everybody. Yes, one and all the Fanny Pack Wrestling Podcast is back in action. The band be back together. So, uh, let's, let's get some indie wrestling on two, two more poor souls. I mean, happy, happy contestants. I, I <laughs> mean, I mean, yes. 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 Uh, of course, we have a couple of really cool people. Uh, one of which represent the great state of Oklahoma. None other than the Stormy Sooner herself, Natalie Sargent. How you doing, Natalie? I am doing fine, guys. I'm excited to be. This is uh, my first uh, wrestling podcast that I've been on. So, be gentle. Yes, uh, we'll try. Kind of. Okay. Hopefully. We make no promises. Uh, who, who else do we have? We have our, one of our favorite people on the show as well, right, DJM? Yes, our returning champion for this episode, your friend and mine fighting out of the great state of Wyoming, the one and only 
a Mr. Kyle Childers, a.k.a. Hawk or Hawkeye Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Dude, what's going on? Good evening, Hawkamaniacs. Glad to be back, guys. Yes, uh, we're glad to have you back always. Uh, we're excited. We're finally back to talk about uh, another foray uh, into women's wrestling. This is our second foray into the world of women's independent wrestling. Uh, talking about women's superstars uncensored. Uh, could you tell us what 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 experience have you had, uh, DJM, with uh, women's superstars uncensored, and what can you tell us about them? I will be completely truthful with you, PD. Before this episode, I had absolutely no experience with WSU whatsoever. Uh, aside from the website that they had that was affiliated with the old Declaration of Independence.com webpage. Ugh. <laughs> Talk about the, the early 2000s and into the mid 2000s of indie wrestling. My God, that site was awful. <laughs> But, uh, uh, lurking beneath that is apparently a pretty decent women's wrestling promotion. So, mm-hmm. hey, WS, WSU, let's, let's roll into it. Yeah, WSU, uh, it's an organization that's been around for a, a few uh, years, uh, notable for being the organization that none other than, uh, a, a little lady by the name of Miss April made her debut. Y'all might know her as AJ Lee, uh, she made her debut in this organization back in the day. Uh, and they've had, uh, several notable alumni, uh, among them. And Women Superstars and Censors, they're interesting. You hear that name and it could harken back to, you know, the early 2000s, uh, world of women's wrestling, independent wrestling, where it's like women's extreme wrestling and like Carmen oh, Electra's team wrestling. Oh, uh, God. W-E-W. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, and you could think I mean, that. Back, it's very- back in the day, you, you had like the occasional match where it would be like Sumi Sakai, who's kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. And the early, early, early years of Sarah Del Rey, Allison Danger. Mm-hmm. No, this was very, very, very early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you had those things, but you had the front, like, what people might remember is those like not so great organizations. This one, though that name could harken back to that and they used to have less, uh, you know, cohesive past. Lately, they've kind of grown and become what it is now, especially under the tutelage of the current owner, one Drew Cordero, a, somebody y'all might know as Denver, Colorado, the man, not the place, uh, and their partnerships with Beyond Wrestling and, uh, CZW. So, it's gonna be interesting to see what, uh, our guests think of this uh, organization. Uh, I'm gonna start with Hawk. What, did you, coming into this, what expectations did you have, uh, coming into this event and watching it? Uh, well, I was expecting, uh, uh, basically Shimmer Light, and that's what I got. <laughs> uh, understandable. Uh, Natalie, what, what, did you have any expectations, uh, before, uh, watching this event? No, I mean, I used to, um, follow indie wrestling a lot more closely. I mean, I barely can, you know, keep up with Raw now. Uh, so I had no expectations. I didn't know if it was going to be, you know, uh, Shimmer Light or something of, from the early 2000s that would have been a little, sketchy or what it was going to be so i was pleasantly surprised um 
uh, after I viewed everything. So. Okay. So and and it gets started with a couple of notable names. Uh, one notable name. It gets started really nicely. Uh, with the its opening bout is uh, Jenny Rose versus uh, none other than Christina Von Eri. Uh Christina Von Eri is somebody we've had experience with. In and outside of uh, women-centric shows, right, DJM? Yes, yes. Uh, the the always enjoyable and always awesome Christina Von Erie opened up this show, and hey, it's a great way to open up a wrestling show with the defense no one recognized. And she took on Jenny Rose. And I'm just going to say this right now. Oh, hi, Jenny Rose. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Hi. Hello there. Nice to see you. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, the lovely Jenny Rose, uh, making, you know, showing off what she could do. Uh, I'll go with you, Hawk. What, what did you think of the opening contest? Uh, uh, actually, I thought it was not too bad. I mean, up until the finish. Uh, I don't know. A lot of my notes are just about the outside kind of things about the match. Like, uh, like I noticed commentary has weird pronunciation of things. Like, uh, for about half the match, I thought her name was Ginny Ruse, <laughs> just because that's how they said it. Like, like, I know that it sounds ridiculous, but really, that was something that kind of bothered me. Also, yeah. Spook City. Let's be honest, Spook City, probably the most hilariously, unintentionally racist hometown ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, uh, that is that is true. Uh, Natalie, what did, what did you think of the opening contest? Um, I thought it was a solid opener. Um, I, yeah, the finish was kind of, you know, lame, but I guess that's just, you know, um, mo- you well, know. I, I guess I suppose I understand what you guys are saying about the finish, but when one competitor has three other people come out to the ring with them, yes. I, I just kind of saw that and was like, well, what do you think's going to happen? <laughs> right. I mean, you saw that coming from, like, you know, a mile away. So it was kind of like the, oh, uh, well, this is, you know, let's just fast forward to the end because I know, we know how this is going to play. But um, I thought it was I, good, I, though. I will say I really, I really like this match. I, I always like how a wrestling show can usually open with the first match on the show being really, really good. Uh, and I've heard this in various circles. In that the first match on the show, the opening match, is the second most important match to the main event because it it sets the tone for the whole show. And I really liked this match. I think it really set a a good tone for the whole show in general. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and again, I will say Jenny Rose more than just you know seeing her and being like, oh hi. Uh, she was. I, I actually really enjoyed the match. She and Christina Von Eri, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it's always nice seeing uh, Sammy Gialdano anytime we can, uh, who's who's always fun and quite a character. Uh, for those initi- initiated, Sammy Gialdano but, 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 is, Petey, Petey, Petey. is a cousin. But, 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 but they're cousins, Petey. I, I know. I was, I was, that's what I was going to say. They're cousins. Okay. She's the cousin of one Veron- Veronica Ticklefeather. Uh, kind of, they've got a kind of a, uh, Patty, Kathy Lane of the Patty Duke show thing going where, you know, they look identical but are polar opposites in personality. Uh, right. Like, 
like Archibald Peck and his his barrister R. D. Evans. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely a family resemblance, uh, but uh, you know, different personalities and different people all together. Uh, but it's always good to see her uh, out there with her with her juice, <laughs> with her with her, uh, I believe, Capri Sun or, or whatever it is, and uh, try, and later on with her antics. Uh, so as that match finished. Uh, none other than Beta Scott and Jesse Brooks stuck around. Because, like, might as well not have to go in the back, so I'm gonna stick around. And had their match against the uh, Kimberly and Annie Social. Uh, none other than, uh, chicks using nasty tactics. Uh, best most, name. Best, one of the best names ever. That's, uh, that's right up there with, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the, the guy that teams with, Eric Cannon in Evolve. Yes. The, the DUFs, uh, <laughs> the Dirty Ugly Fellows. Yes. That, that's uh, right up there. Right up there. Uh, wonderful name. Uh, good tag team action. Of course. In, in fact, w- wasn't the crowd chanting best name ever? Yes. I, I think at some point. Uh, cause this was a base, just so everyone knows, this was a, op- the opening event to the later that night, a CZW event. So it was the CZW crowd that's, that got there early. So it was like, some of them might not have the been initiated. crowd. No, go ahead. Sorry. The, some of them might not have been initiated to a lot of the things. So they were discovering things as they went along, which was kind of fun to watch. Uh, I, I just want to note that around the time that like the crowd was losing their shit for this incredible name, I noticed that there were two small children in the audience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. For a CZW event eventually. Yes. Yeah, for for a CZW show. Like I'm horrified as a grown man watching CZW. I can't imagine these two small girls yeah. at the end of the night. Yeah. Uh we can only we can only uh imagine. Uh so but Hawk, what what did you think of the tag team action? Uh I actually, uh, I really, I really liked it, uh, a lot. I've, I've seen these ladies work before, so, you know, I wasn't really a surprise. I was kind of expecting it. Once again, though, I had a lot of, uh, random notes from outside the match, such as, uh, Bonesaw is ready. That was the main thing I took away from this match. <laughs> Bonesaw Jesse Brooks, yes. Uh, yeah. Bonesaw is ready. Uh, did, did she say that? I must have missed that. No, she didn't no, say that. He just made the. I point. was really disappointed that she didn't actually. I'm so, I'm, I, I can't imagine she hasn't had a moment where either she has said it or somebody has said it on her behalf. Maybe to her, much to her chagrin. <laughs> Give it time. Give it time, yes. Uh, and of course, you know, one of the most, one of the more notable names, Annie Social in this match. Uh, DJM, do you have any experience? Uh, do you know much about Annie Social? Cause she's been around for a I bit. do, I do. I, she's been around for a long, mm. long, long time. It seems like almost like 10 years or more. It has and- been over 10 years because I rem- I was still paying attention oh. to, <laughs> I don't think she went by any social back then. I think she went by something else, which I cannot remember to save my life. But I want to say like, you know, um, like 2001, somewhere yeah. 2002, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. And I will say this is probably the first time I've ever seen any social not as a heel. It was <laughs> very, it was new. 
And yeah. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, I think by virtue of wrestling the the team that just cheated to get a victory, yeah, they were the not heels of the of the, of the match. We're gonna um, call them the not heels of this. I match. couldn't help but I couldn't help but note that most of the night that I had no freaking idea who the heels were. Yeah, uh, it, it's a little hard sometimes, uh, especially if you're uninitiated. I I knew just because I knew some of the names, but yeah, it could be a little uh, hard just uh, for the uninitiated. But uh, yeah, Natalie, what did you think of the the uh, uh, match overall? Uh, I think it was a good match. I mean, uh, it was refreshing um, to see, you know, actual uh, women's tag team wrestling occurring mm-hmm. in the ring as opposed to that what lasted longer that than two lasted, minutes. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, you know that you know had was solid. Um, and didn't have the usual, you know, extracurricular, let's make sure we have some of the guys involved so not everybody goes to the concession stand type deal. Um, so I thought it was a good match. It was a pleasant surprise to see, you know, Annie Social. Like, I I know her. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. A familiar I'm face. I'm always kind of surprised if I see Annie Social on her show. Maybe it's because she's been around for so long. I kind of figured she'd be retired by now. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, hey, it's Andy Social. Hey. Yeah, it's there funny. There she is. She's still going. That's all right. Yeah. Nostalgia uh, pop. Yeah. Uh, taking out in a couple of young talents. And I, 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 Kimberly always impressive. I think we've talked about her several times that, that she's usually impressive whenever she shows up at, at any of the events that we've covered. And, uh, it's always cool seeing her, especially, you know, sa- standing alongside a veteran kind of as her partner, I think is, is really cool. Uh, I like Kimberly. I'm a, I'm a Kimberly fan. Uh, I think this, this has been a really cool experience just on this show that we've become like Kimberly <laughs> supporters in a way, uh, in many ways. Uh, but yeah. Good tag team action. I also love the the lasting longer than two minutes. I, I there's part of me that uh, wonders is every time they kept announcing when a match kept ha- uh, going past five minutes because they, they would announce when it was five minutes into the match. If, I wonder if that was on purpose to point out that all their women's wrestling was happening uh, longer than two minutes. You know, uh, at, at least in my head. <laughs> uh, but yeah, tag team action. Moving on to another match, uh, a, in the middle of this match, a loser leaves town match. <laughs> uh, cause we, we all know the importance and gravity of a loser leaves town match in independent wrestling. The there. most yeah. sacred of stipulations. Mm-hmm. Gotta leave right. the territory, brother. Yep. Right uh, up there with the retirement match. Yep. Uh, Naya taking on WSU Hall of Famer. Not just a hyperbolic statement about uh her well-knownness of WSU. WSU, in fact, has a Hall of Fame, and she was inducted in 2012 uh, in the same classes uh, as uh, Dixie Carter. What? I, I imagine the hers induction was serious and the Dixie Carter induction wasn't. But she Look, is also... Dixie Carter, don't you dare... Petey Rave. <laughs> Dixie Carter, her contributions to the wrestling business are on a level the likes of which none of us will ever understand, darling. Don't you <laughs> dare disrespect Dixie Carter like that again. 
She did give us the Dixieland match, guys. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jenna also notable for being, like I said, the, the debut, the debut match for when AJ Lee happened in WSU and John, uh, Jana was her opponent in that match. So she's been wrestling for a while now. And at that time she was an established name with the soul sisters. Uh, Naya, a notable name, which, uh, we should remember, uh, an notable I, I'm, figure. I'm definitely remembering Naya. <laughs> Naya's boobs were super over. I, yes. I'm just going to say right now in case of Naya, uh, and, and all apologies, ladies and gentlemen. Apologies. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That's all I'm saying. It's a very memorable figure. Uh, very, uh, very notable, very, uh, a figure that is hard to forget and easy to recognize. Uh, especially if you saw it later on in an evening. Uh, you know, maybe even if the face was different, you would be able to recognize that figure. Uh, just saying that ah. for no reason whatsoever. Um, Shattering. Ah, okay. Uh, I will say this about Naya in this match. It's clear that she's very athletic. Yes. But I got the impression that she seems to still be kind of a work in progress. Yeah, she's... Like, later on, like later on in the show, I'm going to totally fanboy out of my mind about Santana Garrett. Yeah. I feel like Naya is kind of on that way, but she definitely needs a little more time. Yeah. And this match is kind of what I saw about this, because there was a point during this match where Jana was on the, on the, on the mat and she ran off the ropes and then stopped and then turned around and did a moonsault. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. That, that was. That was a little strange, but yeah. um, th- there seems to be some definite athletic ability that just needs to be needs to be honed. I suppose she needs time in the hyperbolic time, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, also, once again, damn, <laughs> damn. One more time, damn. Uh, so uh, I'll ask you, Natalie, first. What did you think of the contest? Yeah, I I did, and I think this is when I kind of also focused in a little bit on the commentary, which was hysterically uh, uneven. Um, I noticed it in this match, I guess. I, um, I thought, yeah, I mean, uh, I thought it was an okay match. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was as strong, certainly, as the opener or, you know, the second match, the tag team match. Mm-hmm. Just felt a little uneven and maybe because of, you know, what was pointed out earlier, yeah. um, which that's just, you know, that's just more ring time. That's just more. Um, and I guess she's been around for a while, but there are certain things that, you know, um, it's not like. You know, I don't know how often this promotion runs. If they run every, you know, every weekend is like considered a lot, but as opposed to the olden times when it was, you know, several times during the week because this is pre cable. So it takes, (laughs) it takes a while to, to have that knowledge and how to, you know, uh, how to pace a match, you know, and maybe she just doesn't have that yet. Um, 
but really like yeah, apart you know all joking aside from the marvelous figure but i think she's really athletic i think you know um you with indie wrestling you know i don't know maybe this is because i watch you know too much wwe but you like say all right yeah i could see them on monday night i could see them on monday night at eh, nope not without you know an extended stint in florida or whatever yeah but i there, think there's there some real talent of, there there are a couple of ladies on this show that i would love to see on television one of them already mentioned christina von Erie, who mm-hmm. i've said multiple times on this show that i think she be on some kind of national TV show uh, by now. Hey, Petey, here's another chance where I get to say how stupid TNA is. Yeah. They had Christina Vaudieri, and they let her go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's oh, going to be TNA. your first chance. Bigger in the... issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's not get into that. Uh, do, and, and uh, Hawk, what did you think of uh, this contest? Uh, it was... It was all right. Uh, I noticed that the Celt- the guy in the Celtics jersey in the crowd fucking hated it, though. <laughs> Did anybody notice that guy just scowling at this match the whole time? Yeah, Some no, people- I did not notice that. No, he did not appreciate the chick with the big boobs and bulked up on Viv going at it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, some people don't don't know what how to appreciate what's in front of them. Uh, but I, yeah. I have to say, what's in front of them and. Right in front of their faces. Yes. Uh, D- uh, DJM, are you familiar with Jana? <laughs> no, I really wasn't at all. Yeah. Uh, again, my, my experience with WSU is limited because I had always been under the impression that only until recently, it was definitely more like the yeah. WEW of old. So I had always kind yeah. of ignored it. Yeah. Uh, it definitely opened opened my eyes. Yeah, and uh, so you won't know who she is, so you probably wouldn't be able to tell me what uh middle school she uh, uh teaches homeroom in, uh, because uh when I saw her, that's the thing I thought of is that she looks like she's either a middle school teacher or a, a guidance counselor, or like she teaches like algebra in high school or something like that. I don't know. Is that is that me? <laughs> it's just like that that top was just like <laughs> that was like the teacher top that's like the top it that may you have been a ring gear thing yeah. one of the best commentators hair. In, in recent years was a teacher so yeah maybe she was actually pretty awesome back in the day so you know it was just something about her look uh but yeah moving on to another uh, couple of talents uh Couple of, uh, young, uh, lovely ladies, uh, taking on each other. Barbie Hayden versus Jules Malone. Uh. I just have something to say about this. Yes. Two things, actually. No, make it three. Mm-hmm. One, we had a match between the hardcore princess and the so-called queen of anarchy. And yet this was probably the cleanest wrestling match on the <laughs> show so far. Yes. Uh, number two, Barbie Hayden. Uh, the fact that she came out to Puddle of Mud was already a strike against her in my book. Yeah. Uh, number yes. two, her entrance was so hilariously silent and awkward. <laughs> I didn't know whether to laugh or feel bad, but it 
was dead silent. It was Rob Conway circa 2006 levels <laughs> of silence. <laughs> and just, just wow. And, and it seems like she gets it. Like she was definitely, as the kids like to say, healing it up as, as it were, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this was all very, very, the match itself I didn't think was very. Jules Malone was alright. Barbie Hayden was alright. And she, she, I'll say she gets it. She gets it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the highlight of this match was a noted indie wrestling referee, arguably the most underrated referee going around. Nick Giorgio was definitely not amused by Barbie Hayden. He was yes. clearly very, very annoyed. <laughs> Poor Nick Papa Giorgio never gets any respect. No, no, never gets any respect. But hey, at least he, he stands up for himself and he doesn't, he doesn't let himself be disrespected. And I commend, commend him for that. Unlike, uh, unlike poor little Chris Levin, who always looks like he's, uh, he's a deer in the headlights. Like, Chris Levin never looks like he's in any way close to being together and, and centered in any way whatsoever. He always looks rattled and out of place, uh, which is hilarious. Yeah, but I, I just remembered, you know, Nick Papa Giorgio works CZW, so he's, he's pretty much seen everything. Think there would be to see, so uh, yeah. little Barbie hate probably isn't going to face him at all. Yeah, no. Uh, so, so uh, what do what do you guys think of the match, uh, Hawk? What did you think of uh, these two uh, young talents? Uh, well, actually, I'm in the same boat as DJ. I'm actually having my notes here. She hates me is an awful entrance song for Strip Mall Madison Rain. <laughs> uh, That's exactly wow. what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. I was, as yeah, soon as I saw I, her, I was like, I, they fucked Madison Rain in this? Like, what? That, that's what I was thinking, too. It's like, I thought Madison Rain was, like, gone and she was, like, she had a baby or something. What happened? I'm, I'm pretty sure she had bigger boobs, too. Like, Yeah, it was just, it was really confusing to me at first. And then I'm like, oh, no, she just ripped off her gimmick. Okay, yeah. but yeah, she... I don't know. This was another one of those kind of middle of the road matches that had some of the technical hiccups and, you know, kind of pacing was a little bit off sort of thing, but it was serviceable for what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it was I will good... say, I will say the finish of this match. Barbie Hayton's great DDT. Her mm-hmm. DDT was pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Pretty good. Swal- that solid. was something I noted. That, Pretty good, solid DDT, yeah. Uh, Natalie, what did you think of, of these two towns this, uh, in this contest? You know, I guess, you know, I'm a sucker for, um, you know, a heel, you know, that <laughs> I think she gets it. I think, uh, poor choice in entrance music, but you know, yeah. what are you gonna do? I didn't, I thought the entrance music for everybody was a little all over the place. I'm like, yeah. really? Guys, you need to, I mean, you don't have, I mean, you've got the catalog of music of, you know, everything. I mean, it's not like you have to opt for music or terrible music. So, you know, pick something that's that works. And that certainly did not work. You know, it's just like you don't go with a that kind of tempo song anyway for uh, a heel entrance anyway. Um, so, yeah, uh, finish was good. Um just the whole, you know, I thought the match, yeah, it had some hiccups, but it, um, 
to my mind, they didn't stand out as much as the hiccups I saw in the previous match. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed to just, you know, there were just little, little things, you know. Um, but yeah, I, Barbie Hayden, she gets it yeah. certainly. And, you know, people love to talk about ring work. I'm like, you know what? The, you know, highest paid, you know, pro wrestlers right now have ridiculous ring work. You know, if they can get a crowd interested or at least to pay attention. And I think part of the reason is maybe, you know, if you have a crowd that's not familiar with, you know, the product or whatnot, they're going to be like, well, what's going on? Who's fighting who? But I think at the end, they're like, oh, they got it. I'm like, oh, she's the heel. All right. You know. Yeah. We'll act accordingly. You know, yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I, I, you know, Jules just, Malone's Just change the entrance music, please. Yes. Just, yes, change the entrance You don't, you don't please. just like, you don't have to just use the song, the CD you find at the bottom of your uh, car on the way to the show. Like, right, whatever he found at the the trunk of the Honda Accord does not need to be everybody's entrance music or, yeah. you know, you know, mixed CD circa, you know, early, yeah, you know, yeah, early yeah. aughts or whatever, yeah. um, you know, gets gets something that's a little more energetic and, or, or, or yeah, I mean, entrance or... music is really, I mean, even at this level, really as much as I, as much informs, as, I dis- as much as I dislike her, here's an idea for Barbie Hayton. Kesha. Yes. Right. That would be perfect. Though, though she'd have to, uh, com- uh, compete with, uh, Addie Star to pick out, you know, which, uh, song she could ca- get. I think Addie Star has dibs on using Kesha. So, uh, I know she is a Kesha fanatic. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, hopefully we'll see these ladies grow because they are young talents. Uh, Hopefully we'll see them kind of reach the levels of a, of a veteran like uh, the one in this upcoming match. Uh, none other than the incomparable Sassy Stephanie, uh, taking Woo! on Midwest bitches. Midwest. Midwest. Representing the Midwest militia, uh, take, uh, taking on none other than Santana Garrett. Uh, we, we know who, uh, we know who Sassy Stephanie is, don't we, DJ? <laughs> Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Sassy Steffi is just straight up awesome. She's part of the Midwest militia. She's been all over the place. She's one half of the tag team champions in WSU and she, she's just, she's great. She's, she's awesome. Yeah. On the other hand, I have discovered Santana Garrett and quite frankly, I am now madly in love with Santana Garrett. Because no secret to anyone, I love the flippies. Yes. <laughs> I, I do. I do. Yes. Yeah, and well, this girl was, she, she had some flippies. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, you guys. Oh my God. She's awesome. She's so awesome. And I was, I was marking out just a little bit from this match because it was one girl that I really, really like and Stassi Steffi. And now Santana Garrett, who I'm just discovering and was just mind blown. She's awesome. So I enjoyed every second of this. Yeah. Uh, Hawk, what did, what did you think of, of the, uh, contest? Uh, I, I really enjoyed it actually. I thought it was one of the, 
better matches of the night. Uh, I just, uh, I, you know, I have a bad time with names. We've covered, gone over that before, kind of. So, uh, I just want to make note that I actually referred to Sassy Stephanie as Trailer Parker Posey throughout my notes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, like, and it's, it's terrible too, cause I, I thought she was really awesome until that promo. But, um, yeah, no, I just, I, like I said, I thought it was one of the more solid matches of the night. Randomly calling out her teammate, uh, though, you know, for, for good reason, uh, calling out Jessica Havoc at the end of the night for not showing don't, up. Don't, as much as I like Sassy Steffi, don't, don't call out Jessica Havoc, please. Yeah, don't. that was kinda. Don't do that. Don't, don't incur don't. that wrath, though. <laughs> Although I did note, or like on my notes earlier on, uh, at the very beginning when they made the announcement that led to that promo, um, that, Basically, the gist of their first announcement was, sorry, kids, our main event is canceled, and I'm pretty sure that that was contracted from using a CZW ring. <laughs> yeah. CZW Karma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, CZW Karma. CZW Follies are contagious. Mm-hmm. Glad to see they're consistent. Jesus! <laughs> um. Oh, wait. Wait, wait. Hold on, Petey. Here we go again. Santana Garrett actually worked for TNA once. Yeah. And they didn't sign her. Yep. <laughs> oh, TNA, you never, ever, ever not disappoint. It's not going to be I the last I couldn't help time. but think watching her. Like, I couldn't help but think watching her. Like, she had, like, the this weird kind of hybrid thing going on where, like, she had the, you know, TV-ready sort of diva look and crowd interaction. But at the same time, she could wrestle. Yeah. It was like a conundrum. She was perfect. Yes. Uh, Natalie, what did you think of, of the contest? Um, it was probably one of my favorite matches, even though like every time the commentators would say sassy Stephanie, I'm like, that girl, I'm sorry. Sassy means an entirely different thing in Oklahoma. Uh, scary, maybe, but no. <laughs> sassy is my gay best friend. Okay. Um, <laughs> Need to rework that name, but I thought she had an interesting look. I thought great match. Uh, thought they both looked, you know, look good, look solid. The match was enjoyable. Um, that makes sense now that, you know, found out that, you know, Santana Garrett had been on TNA because she certainly had a more polished look as far as and the way she kind of, you know, knew to interact with the crowd and everything, um, which, you know, that comes from experience. You know, it's it's no fun if they just go directly to the ring and then walk back out and yeah. it's like, hello, you know, either, you know, work the crowd or, you know, be the heel and yell at, you know, the random kid in the, you know, in the front row, a la Ric Flair. I mean, yeah. um, or scare so kids like th- Chuck Taylor. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I thought it was overall a good match, a very good match. So yes, uh, yeah, it's a really fun match, and uh, Sassy Stephanie is is in, the in- inimitable, uh, and she's always fun. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did get more sassy uh, later on in the in the main event uh, in one moment, uh, which we will get to. But yeah, Santana Garrett is is great. Not the last name TNA had in Let Go that we're going to talk about in this event, uh, but moving on uh, to the. To a grudge tag, intergender tag match, 
uh, starring one of our favorites, Addy Starr, at least one of my favorites. Addy Starr teaming up with the bulldozer, Matt Tremont, uh, taking on... Who I have decided to name Team Calm the Fuck Down. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, as I've said on previous episodes, Matt Tremont just needs to chill. Yeah. M- maybe it's the CZW thing, but he just yeah. needs to chill out. Yeah. Just, just relax. Yes. Uh, yeah, take... something meds, something because yeah. I, I had the same th- thoughts running through my head. I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah. Be cool, man. Yeah, it takes it takes a special individual to to want to use a uh, a tong- to want to use a uh, cooking fork. I, I forgot the word for that cooking fork thing as a weapon. Damn. Uh but. They were taking on none other than, uh, Chris Dickinson and his partner that he announced, uh, the Portugal's perfect athlete, Shana. Uh, I wanted to say that I kind of started to kind of look like we were going to have one of those standard CZW, what the hell is going on kind of promos from Chris Dickinson on this show where it kind of looked like he was about to go ham. On CZW because who, who doesn't like somebody cutting a promo on CZW? <laughs> but then it got cut kind of short. Yeah. Uh, the, he did have, uh, and I, I love the, you know, you know, all the years in the business working the gym. Like, shut up. Uh, and I, I, I did like that promo and it was kind of fun. And then, you know, he brought out Shauna, who is a lovely lady. Uh, you know, has that, has that, uh, Portugal-esque skin color. And, um, um, anyways, uh, fun ma- match, uh, you know, tag team action. Chris Dickinson, who is, you know, insane, insane, part of team Pazuzu, <laughs> him and, uh, uh, him and, uh, Pinky Sanchez, the team Pazuzu, uh, taking on Eddie Star in a grudge match, a part of a feud that has, uh, been going on in WSU and include, and includes, uh, a kiss my ass match. Uh, in a, an event that I was going to, uh, cover for this show, uh, before I transitioned to this show, uh, that involved him pulling his trunks down and sitting on Addy Star, uh, triumphantly. So, there was that. Um, it's just gross. Yeah. It was kind of a weird moment. It goes from him pulling Addy Star's, uh, pants down, you seeing her butt, to seeing Chris Dickinson's butt. And it's just like, just like the weird roller coaster of, of, of emotions there. Um, but beyond, uh, abandoning that, uh, Hawk, what did you think of this, uh, intergender tag team match? Uh, well, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I, at first though, I, I marked out for the entrances initially because I thought Abby Star's name was Andy Star because I misread <laughs> the little thing. And I'm a huge fan of the killers. And so like, <laughs> oh, that my. was. Yeah, like, that was enough for me to be like, yeah, then it's like, wait, hold on, her name's Addie? And then I was really disappointed. But no, it was uh, it was a really solid match that uh, I, too, was disappointed we didn't get to hear some CZW bashing before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was always good to have uh, some a little bit of a uh, tearing into and, and talking to of the DJ Hyde. Uh, I hate the shit out of CZW. Just a reminder. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead and listen to that episode, and, and you can uh, hear our experience uh, with CZW. 
Uh, Natalie, what did you think of the tag team action? It was okay. You know, I would have, you know, would have, you know, if we could like shun off the guys and just had Addie Star and Shanna, I think it would have been a better match. I was not, you know, I mean, the, the, the issue with mixed tag is it's going to be, I mean, off the bat, it's going to be uneven. So unless you've got, you know, you know, uh, people in there who can make it entertaining, and then it's just like it looks a little bit uh, like a clusterfuck. So, um, I, I will say parts and, of it were good. Yeah, I would say. Uh, can I just say one thing about the, this match? Okay, where Matt Tremont went up to the ropes and did his diving headbutt, and Denver, Colorado, was losing his mind over it on commentary, saying, "Well, look at Matt Tremont with the flying headbutt, moving like a freaking cruiserweight." No. Denver, Colorado. No. Oh yeah, I no, remember no, that. That no. was that was no terabad. Yeah. No. In def- okay, so I will say one thing in defense of the intergender. Uh, you say that it was a uh, Addie Star versus Shanna would have been a really great match. I will say that Addie Star versus Chris Dickinson has been a really cool match. Uh, <laughs> like in, in all seriousness, because Addie Star really is a tough competitor and can hang. Uh, and, and, and that's what is currently uh in the indie landscape where there is more uh intergender wrestling that is just not a novelty and it actually just exists to be all right two like styled or two contrasting styles competing as, against each other uh seeing who can come out on top and treat it as a serious match and our right, Star versus Chris Dickinson was treated as a serious match and it was actually really cool uh, and so I, I, I suggest y'all should check out some of those instances or anytime Addie Star takes on some dudes because she's tough as nails and she's awesome. I love Addie Star. I love you, Addie Star. I miss you. <laughs> I actually, uh, I noted during this match that there seemed to be a lot of chicks on this show that like fight dudes regularly. And to me, that seemed kind of unfair. Like, not saying that, like, oh, they fight dudes, they gotta be tough. Or like, look at it, like, Shannon. I would believe that she would get beat the fuck up by Addie Star. Yeah. Like, it makes sense to me that, like, you know, Kimberly would stop the shit out of some of the smaller chicks. So, like, to me, I'm just like, oh, hey, this is kind of unbalanced, even though you're the same gender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but that, that's the same way with the guys. You know, you're like, really? You know, you know, but that's, you know... That's why, you know, they're still booking David versus Goliath. I mean, yeah. uh, but you never have the thought like, oh, this guy fights women. He shouldn't be in this match. <laughs> uh, right. There are some of those moments. Uh, I would say that it treated differently. It can work out normally, but yeah, I understand where you guys are coming from. Uh, uh, I think it, it's basically, it comes down to, you know, who are the competitors in the ring? You know, if, if it's if the crowd buys into it, then it'll you know it'll be a good match. If the crowd is like, what is this? Um, then within then that's any match. But it's just a higher bar when you have an intergender singles match, a higher bar to to get to, and only maybe in my opinion certain female competitors, you could know you could book it and it'll work. Um, but even then, if the crowd's like. Mm, no, not so much then, you know, yeah. but I'll definitely, uh, I'll check out, uh, cause I like, I enjoyed watching, uh, Addie Star. I'd never seen her before. So 
Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, <laughs> I've I've talked about. You know, I I share a crush on her with uh, ones Brandon uh, and Drew, uh, frequent guests. <laughs> and she's doing well. She's over in the UK, and it's awesome. She's teaching over there. Speaking of wrestlers who teach, she's over there teaching uh, Shakespeare, and it's awesome. Uh, and wrestling. Uh, hopefully she gets booked on Bellatrix. Listen up, Soraya Knight. Book her. Uh, so, moving on to the next match. Another, um, you know, Midwestern Standard, uh, athlete, uh, Nevea of one of, uh, OI4K, aka Ohio is for Killers, uh, taking on Lexus. DJM, do you have much experience with, uh, these ladies? Or at least Nevea? Well, Nevea was Madison Rain's tag team partner in Shimmer. Mm-hmm. When they were Shimmer Tag Team Champions for a while. Uh, and I've seen Nevea in shows here in Michigan. So I, I know of Nevea and it's alright. Lexus, however, was kind of new to me. Uh, and I thought this match was alright. It, it, it was just kind of there though. It was just a, a match. It really felt like there was no storyline or anything to it. And it was just kind of there. And there are cases on any kind of wrestling show at any level where a match like this can be okay if it's like totally holy crap awesome five star match. This was not that match. It was good. Uh-huh. It was good. Yeah. But it was very probably after this podcast, no one will be talking about it. Yeah. Uh, did you guys agree with that sentiment? Uh, I'll go with, uh, Natalie. Did you agree with that sentiment? What did you think of the Yeah, match? I mean, it was, it was okay. You know, um, it wasn't, you know, um, you know, a complete horror show or anything like that. It's just one of those like, oh, okay, it's a good match. Um, Nevea looked familiar. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, I've seen her before. I don't know if it was, Maybe in the mid aughts, but, um, but I had never seen Lexus before and I thought she had an interesting look. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I saw some potential there. Um, but the match itself, it was, it it was kind of, you know, okay, well, let's, and that may have been, you know, you know, that's what, what, seventh match. So that may have been like, you know, uh, you know, viewer fatigue, who knows? Um, and knowing that, oh, okay, the, the main event has got to be, got to be coming up soon. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it's a tough spot to be on the yeah. card. So yeah, it's a, it's a tough spot. Hawk, what did, what did you think? Did you more or less think, think the same thing? I actually, I, this is literally the only match of the night that I have no notes on. <laughs> <laughs> I think that says it like, all. Really. Absolutely nothing. Like I, I forgot that this match happened until you mentioned it again. <laughs> so uh, I like my biggest thing about the match was like, a Nevea is not a name; it's a stripper stage name, a known strip, if you will. Um, and Lexus is also not a name. Fuck. Well, yeah, That's- exactly. That makes it a stripper name. And sure. Lexus is a. Uh, is not a name. It's a punchline in a Kanye West lyric. So, yes, uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, I understand where you guys are coming from, and, it, and it's it's one of those understandable things where it's just before the main event, 
Uh, but yeah, they had a match. And I, I dig Neve and I've seen her uh, quite a few times. She can re- wrestle really well. But yeah, they just kind of had a, a, a match that was there to preface the main event. Uh, and, you know, kind of be there. Um, going to the main event. So the main event, uh, is, is a big main event. We have the annual Uncensored Rumble, uh, the sixth annual Uncensored Rumble, uh, with about 28 contestants. Uh, we're not gonna go through the whole list, uh, but, uh, DJM, what, what, what were your kind of thoughts, like, as the, the ebbs and flows of the rumble were happening? I will just go on the record and saying I've never liked matches like this. They oftentimes end up being more about the entrances and who shows up mm-hmm. than anything actually happening until the very, very end. Mm-hmm. And that's what this was. It was yeah. cool to see Taylor Hendricks, once again, another reminder of how stupid TNA is. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I was happy to see Santana Garrett again. Yay! Yay. And also, out of nowhere, this girl in the mask, Isabel Sueña. Mm -hmm. She was interesting. Sorry, Petey. That's your thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hashtag interesting. Uh, she, like, she had, uh, an interesting, uh, figure, uh, and she was, you know, she was a nice looking lady and she was talented. Uh, she had a familiar look to her, but I, I don't know where, uh, where it comes from. Uh, uh, I, I can't quite put it's my finger on it. Seems familiar. She seems kind of familiar. Reason. Uh, hmm. but you know. I totally missed this. <laughs> uh, and, I, uh, sorry, I missed the cough button. What but. you guys are alluding to, I completely missed it. Mm hmm. Uh, I, I don't know what uh, alluding to. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying she seems if familiar. If she if she reminded you of someone that that you think you may have seen before, uh, uh, kind of in the way, same way Curry Man reminds some people of Christopher Daniels, which again I don't see at all. Yeah. Uh, if if Crazy Isabel Svenja reminded you of someone out there, I honestly didn't see it. I really didn't. <laughs> Until you just brought that up right now, I I didn't get that impression at all. Uh, I, I saw master. Isabel Suena and thought, okay, it's this girl, Isabel Suena, and okay, she's in the match and she wears a mask, and I guess she's a luchadora. Which yeah, is cool. All right, I I I, I, I will say I didn't have that feeling until the absolute end, either. Yeah, uh, it, it mainly just dawned on me at the end with her attitude at winning the contest. But, uh, in the circumstances... Yes, for, for whatever reason, at the end of the match, in which she was victorious, Isabel Sueña turned Rudo on the crowd because reasons. Because, uh, she's, it's almost like she felt like she was, she had proven something that, she, and had, uh, uh, that she'd been trying to accomplish for a while on camera, but I don't, I don't understand. Uh, I'm but gonna yeah. go, I'm gonna go with because reasons. Yeah, because reasons. Uh, but yeah, what were some of the, uh, what were some of the things that stuck out? What did you guys think of the match? I'll go with uh, Natalie. What did you think, and what things uh, actually caught on with you in this match? I'm not a crazy big fan of Rumble matches, but I thought this one was uh done better. Um, 
I thought it was, I mean, first of all, just the novelty of having that many, you know, females on your roster to have a, a decent sized, you know, rumble match, mm-hmm. um, was just, you know, interesting. I mean, uh, you even, know, and even, I think they did try a little bit to tell, you know, because the fun part of a Rumble match is the little, like, side stories and little, you know, temporary alliances, which immediately blow up. Yeah. And I think they did a good job uh, with that. Maybe they could have done a little bit more, but... um the the humorous eliminations like Sammy Jill. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yes, it's corny, but it also I just want to say, I you know, I, the the textbook hasn't changed in you know I don't know a hundred years, um, but uh, so just the you know the thing that stuck out to me that and there were you know, it, the any like I'm looking at my notes, I mean. Maybe it was, you know, viewer fatigue, but the commentators were just being ridiculous. But <laughs> yeah, uh, in Denver, Colorado, on various other shows, he's usually better than this. Yeah, it was just is. like, come on. I mean, you know, I mean, there also it, Petey, there was good yeah. product on the TV. Or, you know, good product on the screen. You know, you need to kind of, you know, you need to kind of a good commentator is going to, you know, enhance that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Uh, and he's usually much better. He yeah, really yeah. is. Yeah. So, yeah, you were uh, about to say DJ. Oh, uh, sorry. Sorry, Natalie. I wanted to say, uh, that was not Veronica's cousin. I'm pretty sure that was Veronica in the Rumble. And I just want to say that it's really a shame that, uh, after Chikara has gone away, it's really a shame to see her fall to such demons as the, the, the funny cigarettes. And that's a shame. That's a shame. Uh, yeah, that, that was just a, a fun moment. Uh, yeah, and uh, having this many women, uh, even with the, the inclusion of ones, uh, Chris Dickinson and, uh, uh, the, the <laughs> Rick Cataldo, uh, the one and only boy diva. Uh, did y'all notice Rick Cataldo? Cause this, he's a name that I've seen here and there, but had no personal experience with. Uh, ha- does anybody have any impression of, uh, Rick Cataldo, the boy diva? <laughs> I had never. He's definitely a boy diva, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, I thought it was kind of cute. I don't know how much mileage you would get out of that shtick. Um, Apparently, he's gotten a lot because he's been around for a while. Yeah, I mean, um, but as far as you know, um, he he brought the sassy. Is this going to, you know, you know, it's all about intent. I mean, not everybody who work, you know, people who work the indies, you know, they. Uh, people assume that they're all gunning for the next level. Well, maybe they're not. And this shtick will take him pretty far in the Indies, and I guess it has. But I'm like, all right, I, I, you know, haha, yeah. that's that's adorable. I mean, um, maybe because also the shtick is older than dirt too, yeah. with some variations. But yeah. you know, um, I it's mean, it's really but- only a matter of time before he gets a booking in Mexico against Cassandro. Yes. It's really only a matter of time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Hawk, what did you think of this, uh, match? Uh, it was not a spectacular battle royal by any <laughs> stretch of the imagination. Mm hmm. Uh, did, did anything stand out as a highlight for you? Uh, no, not particularly. There was actually about 
five minutes into the match, my audio track got really off sync, and I couldn't get it to fix, so I spent a lot of the time like trying to figure out what exactly was going on in comparison to what they were saying was going on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, understandable. Yeah, the, 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 anytime there's like a rumble match, there's always like the ebbs and flows, like I said, and, yeah, this match didn't have a lot going on, but it, it did have some fun moments, like, uh, uh, with some of the characters and, you know, seeing some of the wrestlers, you know, team up and break up and, uh, you know, kind of, and then, of course, it all leads to mainly about the end, uh, with, uh, Isabel Suena winning the whole thing and earning a shot at the, uh, WSU Spirit Championship against Marty Bell. Uh, and, you know, a very uh, lovely young lady, hoping for the best for her, uh, whoever she may be, you know, hailing out of New Mexico, representing New Mexico well. Uh, Las Cruces. Las Cruces. Which I've been to. <laughs> it's not a great place. <laughs> huh, I, I can only Then imagine. again, I've been to a lot of places in New Mexico, and not a lot of their places I would describe as good places. Yeah, yeah. I once spent the night in Truth or Consequences, nice. hometown of Cact- <laughs> nice. Cactus Jack. Did you run into Cactus yeah. Jack? You know, I was uh, I was all of about twelve years old at the time, and we uh, we stopped at a local gas station, and I asked the guy behind the counter, "I'm like, hey, can you point me to where Cactus Jack lives?" And he's like, "Who?" And I was so disillusioned with everything after that. <laughs> no, 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 Hawk. That guy was a loser. Yeah, he, he was. He's a loner. Nobody talks to him. He he's not really in with what's happening in the town happenings. So you know, uh, he wouldn't be the best help, it's, anyways. It's like when I was in Amarillo, and nobody seemed to know where uh, I could find Terry Funk. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a disappointment. At the ranch, people. Duh. Yeah, that's kind of my thing. Like I was just like, "Where's the Double Cross Ranch?" And people are like, "What?" <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking for Terry Funk. And they're like, who? And I'm like, the Funker. And nobody understood. This, see, that's kind of my thing. I go places and ask where the wrestlers are. Yes. Uh, it's always a good thing to have. Uh, have you been to Parts Unknown yet? Not yet. No. Uh, I'm actually it's I'm planning to go it's there. And uh, it, it is snowy this time of year. But uh, actually, after I'm a contestant on Jeopardy, I'm planning to take a vacation to Parts Unknown in Dudleyville. All in one go. Yes. Uh, yes. That would be one nice. of the best wrestling vacations ever. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, I think that's, that's all we can say. So let's go with like some conclusive thoughts. Like, uh, Natalie, what did you think? What was the impression that the show left on you as a whole? Um, I guess it was, it was not, it's, um, like I said before, it has been a long time since I watched indie wrestling of any kind. Um, so, you know, uh, just the level of, you know, production, the shots were, you know, there were only like a couple of dinky shots. Um, but you have to understand where I'm coming from. You know, I'm from the era that uh, if the pr- promotion had, you know, Video, it was fan shot, shaky as all get out. Um, and then that was, you know, copied 80 million times and distributed, um, on a list on the back of a PWI. So, uh, 
you know, huge leaps and bounds. So um, I thought it was, you know, of course, we're seeing a nice cleaned up version of it. But, um, you know, yay, go indie wrestling. Um, yeah. I thought it was, you know, when you say women's wrestling, there's a lot of eye rolls and people, you know, rightfully so, think of the WWE product and mm-hmm. uh, not actual, you know, work. You know, Um, and so that was really good to see. It's like, oh, these chicks can go, you know. Um, So, you know, overall, I enjoyed watching it. I thought I'm like, well, you know, maybe we're not in such a sad state of affairs. So uh, (laughs) but that was my kind of like overall Mm -hmm. Uh, um, thoughts. Uh, so Hawk, what, what did you, what impression, and I know you gave a bit of a hint of it early on, but what impressions did you have of the show overall? Uh, you know, it wasn't bad. Actually, I, uh, I enjoyed it a whole hell of a lot more than that CZW show you guys had me watch a few months back. <laughs> um, Beta Scott could get it. Um, and that's about it. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't seek out one of their shows to watch again. But that's just because their promotion doesn't really fit into the kind of style I enjoy. But I did think overall they put together a pretty solid show. I mean, in spite of, you know, that initial introduction of, oh, hey, guys, remember that match that you paid to see? It's not happening. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's always a disappointing moment. But, yeah, it's funny. Uh, DJ, what, what, what was your takeaway of, like, this whole show? Uh, what did you think overall? I have found that when it is a fanny pack episode, a lot of times the shows that I find myself enjoying the most are Shimmer and now WSU. I really liked this. The entire show from front to front to back, I enjoyed a lot. I, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Uh, not every match was perfect and pristine and precisely produced no but overall the entire show really had nothing terrible which is something that a lot of indie shows don't do and overall i liked it and there were more than a couple of talents on this show that i'm going to be seeking out in the future mm-hmm. yeah there's some great talents and of course it's always good to see addy star again and i'll just reiterate that oh I love you. Petey, Petey. I know that you have your thing with, with Addy Star. I, I think I'm gonna make that my thing with Santana Garrett. Nice. But, but slightly less creepy, but more like fanboyish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's basically, and I, I definitely agree with your points. Yeah, it, it's a really fun show and, and I'm glad I, I, I brought it forth, uh, for us. Uh, but that's basically it. Uh, if y'all want to check it out, uh, like I said, it's a, it's a Denver, Colorado joint, a Drew Cordero joint. So it's uh, tied in with, uh, Beyond Wrestling. So if you want to check out the DVDs and so believe- are, are, are we calling this part of the, the Colorado verse? Possibly the Colorado verse, the Colorado sphere, the Denver sphere, the Denver sphere, Den- Denver sphere. That works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you can check out lookmonofans.com for Beyond Wrestling, which is another fan promotion that is really kind of 
finding its place and to be able to acquire physical media of WSU. Uh, and I believe downloads, you can, fi- you can find line the downloads at, uh, uh, smartmarkvideo.com. Go to smartmarkvideo.com. If you like indie wrestling, go to smartmarkvideo.com. That should be bookmarked for you if you like indie wrestling. Or, or don't forget highspots.com. Highspots.com. Uh, for other promotions as well. Uh, you can also, speaking of like, uh, you know, that whole WWE network thing, uh, it's already happening with these promotions. Uh, streamwsu.com. You can pay 10 bucks. Hey, Pay ten bucks, get a, access to a whole bunch of uh, indie wrestling. I know it's not WWE level. You don't get WCW pay per views, and you don't get to pretend uh, everything was perfect in ECW. But uh, you get to see some fun <laughs> wrestling. Uh, but you, you get Chikara. Yes, you get Chikara. You get uh, WSU Beyond Wrestling, uh, and you get a bunch of other stuff. And it's really cool. Check it out. Streamwsu.com. That sounds like a hell of a deal. Yeah. Uh, all access. It's really cool. Monthly payment. Already, it's already been done. WWE Simpsons did it. I mean, uh, WCU did it. <laughs> uh, you can also follow them at WSU Wrestling. Uh, and of course, uh, yeah, check them out. Check out WSU. Check out, uh, Beyond Wrestling. Check out all those places. Um, we are going to get to the plugs. I know Hawk, you're at Hawk Jefferson. Uh, you didn't really have anything particular to plug, but yeah, you can find Hawk at Hawk Jefferson. Uh, on t- on the Twitters, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Imager, anywhere you want to find somebody, I'm there. Except mm-hmm. for Facebook, fuck Facebook. Yeah, uh, Natalie, you are at Stormy Sooner, and uh, I know you had something that uh, you wanted to uh, bring forth and plug. Yeah, I got um, you know, if you want, you know, meditations on you know, pro wrestling football, basketball, and designer shoes. Yes, follow me on Twitter. Um, I have two really good friends of mine who are really, you know, they never left. uh, You know, they're following indie wrestling, and they certainly have a passion for it. So much so, follow indie wrestling. You know, so much so that they're going to promote their first show on March 22nd in Eureka, California at the Redwoods. So, um, if you live in that area, you may want to check that out. Um, you know, go support your local indie promotion always. Um, also, one of, you know, there's two gentlemen, uh, Joe Souza, who actually has done some, a lot of r- ring announcing in that part of the country, uh, and commentating. And Michael McCurdy are the two gentlemen who are going to be running the show. Um, Michael McCurdy actually is He's been working on this project for quite a while. He, you know, his passion is, uh, WCCW. Um, and in fact, is working on an encyclopedia. Uh, you can find out more about that on facebook.com, encyclopedia world class or encyclopedia WC or WCCW.blogspot.com. Uh, they're shooting for an August release. Um, the photography, if, you know, he's got, um, you know, the photos are going to be from Mike Lano's collection. And if you, uh, follow pro wrestling, that name should be really familiar to you. Um, so if you want to see some mock-ups of what some of the pages are going to look like, he's got some here on the Facebook page. 
And I think it's just, you know, cause a lot of this stuff, um, is not, you know, you know, it's in, you know, the workers' memories, it's in fan memories, but mm-hmm. I think it's really important that it be documented. Yeah. And, you know, organizations like CA, uh, you know, uh, California Alley Club, which they are, um, they've moved their event, um, Hopefully I'll get to go this year. I'd really like to go. If you're not familiar with them, you may Google it. Um, the Cauliflower Alley Club. Yeah. I've, I've, I've seen a lot about them and it looks like a really cool play, a really cool organization. If you are a hardcore wrestling fan from, you know, whether it's the Indies, whether it's, you know, WWE, whether whatever it is, um, I certainly encourage you to, to go out there, um, and just, um, Check it out. It's very, um, it's a unique environment. You know, I go to WrestleMania every year. That's yeah. a really huge, massive event with, you know, you know, larger, you know, more well-known independent promotions kind of circling around and it's a lot going on. Uh, Cal, you know, Cauliflower Alley Club is, um, it's, you get, you know, I, you get memories that, you know, um, you know, I got to sit and chat with, you know, Steve, Dr. Death Williams. Um, uh, you know, that's to me, you know, who is a major part of my like early wrestling fandom. Um, Nick Bockwinkle, you know, just these guys who have these stories that you're like, just keep talking. I'm just going to sit here and listen, yeah. you know, uh, like well, Nick Bockwinkle you know, is like, one of the best names in wrestling ever. <laughs> classy guy he's classy. also absolutely incredible on the microphone he might be of that generation my right. favorite my favorite promo to listen to ever yeah. you know jj dylan i mean uh just and just the you know the the level of interaction you get and then with other wrestling fans you know you get to you know shoot the shit and uh you know talk about uh you know matches you saw back in the day and um, it's just a great, it's a great promotion, uh, you know, check them out, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much all I have to plug. Yeah. So, um, if you're a fan of, you know, WCCW, uh, or we're around for that, I think this project that Mike is working on will really interest you. He's gotten uh, a lot of good interviews, um, some great picks. I think, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely am going to check that out. It sounds really, really cool. Uh, good luck to, to those guys over there making wrestling happen and over in Eureka. Uh, that's cool. Uh, DJM, what's going on in the, uh, DJM verse? <laughs> oh, same crap as always. Yeah. Shooting the shit with two nerdy black guys, the Nanashi anime podcast, what will eventually be the review show of GoGo, my true. <laughs> project for world domination and yeah the fanny pack wrestling podcast with my boy pd rave all on the interwebs at delta juliet mike.com mm-hmm. uh you can of course uh find me at pd rave you can find uh follow djm on the twitter twatters at just call me djm uh you say the whole thing just call me djm I, i'm at pd rave pd is in williams rave is in jimmy all in one word uh, you can follow the show at Fanny Pack WP. Uh, you can check out all of the past episodes and you can in fact find page two now because I finally changed the color of the, le- of the, of the link. 
so that you can actually see it. It's no longer white and invisible. You can actually click the next button. Uh, so you can see page two and uh, check out all the episodes, and I re-uploaded them. So check out all the past episodes of Fanny Pack Wrestling Podcast at fannypackwrestling.com. Check out Rebelli.net for all my other podcasts, uh, be that Hallyu Juku for the K-pop stuff, uh, Record Breakers for music reviews. Uh, this show is on Stitcher. We actually made ourselves, we, uh, Fanny Pack Wrestling is on Stitcher. So if you're a Stitcher yeah. user, listen to us on there. Uh, Make them uh, be impressed by we, uh, us actually having people listening to us. That'd be nice. Uh, review us on iTunes. Follow the things. Click on the buttons. Uh, do the things. Share the things. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. If anybody knows what Sumi Sakai is doing, send me a tweet. I'm really curious. Mm-hmm. I miss you, Addy. <laughs> <laughs>